Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode um, six. six, yeah, six yeah. of the Gamma Roundtable. We're recording early today, so I'm a little out of it. <laughs> <laughs> vampire. Uh, yep, I am a vampire. But anyways, you're joined by me, Mulder, always known as Faye, and... I'm here once again. And Crash here, per usual. And today, we are discussing... The 1970 film Gamma vs. Jagger, directed once again by Noriaki Yuasa. <clears throat> what, would, what would you guys give it out of 10? What did I give Giron? I forget, <laughs> actually. I feel like I probably gave it like a 6 or a 7. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a 6. Yeah, for this one, I'd give it like a 1 lower, so probably like a 5. Okay. Say. Done. Yeah, same here for me, 5 out of 10. Okay, I'm going to be the higher one. For me, it's going <laughs> to be 6 out of 10, but just barely. <laughs> Scurring by. Yeah, this one's interesting to me because I feel like it's kind of returned to the more... I, I don't want to say dark, but I guess it feels more serious than the last two films, if that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, like, alien stuff. It's It's, it's another one of those, like... The monster is rooted in like a specific culture, like the tribe of this culture on Earth. So it's like, okay, feels more grounded. If that makes sense, in a weird yeah, way. it does. And like, though this one's also, I also feel like part of what makes it feel more serious is that unlike the past two films, where 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 like v- Viras and Giron never directly attack cities, Jiger's attacking cities in this one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we get to see more of like this kaiju being a threat to like yeah. society, <laughs> and and actually killing people and stuff. Yeah, such yeah, as she she does a she right. Yeah, she 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 does a lot. <laughs> but yeah, Tim, go ahead. Yeah, there's kind of a lot more um, destruction scenes this time around. Um, the other two, what are you thinking about? Didn't really have that much beyond like, um reuse scenes of Gamera smashing stuff. So yeah. that was kind of nice to see. Like in Gamera vs. Viras, you just had the stock footage. And then Ooh. in Gamera vs. Giron, Giron just smashes up the alien city. But yeah. there's, but that's uninhabited. And there's nobody there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like you see people die on screen in this one. Like the people yeah. who, who get fucking vaped. The skeletons yeah, that traumatized me. That traumatized me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. scene and Green Goblin's skeleton bomb traumatized me as a child. <laughs> I know, scary right? shit. Just reduced to skeletons. About the same rate of spookiness. <laughs> yeah. It's just so sudden. I'll, I also feel like some of the stuff in this movie. Is also like pretty dark. If you think about it, like Gamma being infected with a parasite is pretty dark shit. I know. <laughs> and, and, he, and, and he turns all like white and shit. I know, right? Shiny Gamma, poor guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, you, yeah, you also kind of raises the stakes in this one a little. It kind of yeah. has a little, a little more of that Bargain influence. Yeah, which yeah, I think is actually a good lead into the fact. That I think part of the issue with this film, though, personally, and I know, and I feel like Ton, at least you agreed, it feels very derivative of prior films before it. 
Yeah. Like it. Like it feels. The... Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I thought we were gonna make it some more point, but it kind of feels like a lot of these plot elements are kind of lifted from the past movies. You got the kid duo um, from Joyron and Virax, and then you have the stolen artifact plot from Barogon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's they're starting to become very kind of formulaic, like with yeah. the cast especially. And yeah, like the look bodied every single time now <laughs> well like this is the third movie in a row where the main characters are are, are a japanese kid and a white kid duo i know yeah and they have a little <laughs> sister or an older sister yeah and they also have a yellow submarine like in vrs i know right <laughs> the yellow submarine yeah. uh it's, it's there's so many japanese kids with hats white <laughs> <laughs> And also, like you said, we got the return of the older sister trope here, which I was found, as I said, was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's it my favorite true. thing, just like start noticing with these movies. And once <laughs> again, a white kid has both of his parents, but the Japanese kid is missing his mom. What is going on here? I wonder. <laughs> it's so it's so weird. And see, like I discussed the human characters in this one. But I feel like they're kind of boring. Besides for besides for the dad, the dad's a nice change of pace because he's really goofy and funny. I'll yeah. give them that. He feels really fresh because, like, I feel like most of the game are dads. Feel free to disagree with me if I'm wrong. Oh well, if you think I'm wrong, I feel like they feel like they used to be really stoic and serious. But this guy's just so goofy and funny. Uh, to be honest, I can barely remember any of them. They usually don't <laughs> play much into the plot except being like, is my kid okay? And like, <laughs> no, they don't do much. They're not that good. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, the main cast here, though, they're a lot more boring. Like the thing with Giron, those casts, the kids were like kind of stupid and they said a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. They had a lot of personality there. But here, they're much more just like very dry. I don't know. Yeah. They don't have a lot of like banter with each other. And they're just very like whatever. Yeah, yeah. like oh, 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 go ahead, Don. Oh uh, yeah, I was just gonna agree with you guys. I think like it's kind of a change since I like the acting here. I think everyone in these movies is very confident in their acting, especially the kid characters. And you I mean like... even not to cut you off to an even the little mm. girl who could not emote for it for anything. She was all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was, funny. Yeah, even it was kind of fun seeing her just all pissed off. <laughs> and, I don't know. Like, go ahead, Tom. I just love seeing foreign actors in these movies. But um, yeah, I think as far as the characters themselves, they just feel so derivative of like what we've seen already. And this, they don't really stand out like the glory, like the the Gloryon cast or the virus cast so it's just kind of it doesn't really work as well yeah like that's my thing they're all very generic like you've got like even with the white kid whose setup is pretty different from the up in the past year because his dad's a scientist involved with bringing back the artifact that woke up jagger i don't know i feel like they're just bland and dry that's the best way to describe it Besides for the dad, I think the dad's pretty funny, personally. I agree. And I feel like that kind of... Okay, see, here's the weird thing with Jagger. I feel like Jagger's design is super boring, 
But her power set is fucking insane and makes no sense. Yeah, she's like a weird like salamander. I don't fucking know. Little dragon. Bearded dragon. <laughs> I don't know. She's just weird. She has horns and she walks on all fours. What animal would you say she is? I mean, she's animal. like a weird gecko lizard thing. <laughs> yeah. I can't even really I can't even really describe her, to be honest. Just Beyond just weird. like lizard. Yeah, she's kind of generic. I'm not always I mean with, with kaijus, I like more when they have something just like I think I think every kaiju has like one thing about the design that makes them stand out. That looks like really unique to them. And here it's like she's just kinda blandish, I feel. She's got four, yeah. five horns, I guess. But power like you said, your powers are really fucking weird. She has one, the super ultra wave, I think is what they call it. <laughs> yeah. Her heat wave which just <laughs> fucking melts everything. Okay. Then, okay, you want the you want the what confuses me with that? What? Even though it's from it's from vaporizing things, and the final fight is treated like it's a sound wave. Don't question it. Okay? Yeah. She can she has two different variations on the super ultra wave. <laughs> but why <laughs> would she use the more devastating one when she's fighting Gamera? Because she was cocky. Come on. It's all in the subtext, Molder. Come on. <laughs> I, I I don't know. They because they felt she probably felt bad for Gamma. She's like, yo, like I keeps getting beat up. Like, I gotta give him a freebie. Like, I'll just take the sound wave. Oh yeah, that's when Gamma fucking plugs to like telephone poles and puts them in his ear. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. But like her other powers, she can fly. Without flying. Somehow, it she looks just... so bad when she flies. <laughs> she says because her, her design, powers. because her design does not like work for that. It's like a, yeah, she's an animal. She flies with like an all fours. It's really funny. She's like neutral poses and just soars. It's hilarious. And then she also has darts that shoot out of her horns. Like, nobody would see that coming. It was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's what she got Gamma the first time. Yeah, I was so shook. I was like, oh yeah, those are just fucking horns, right? And then, and then she can darts. fucking impregnate Gamera. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Probably her most devastating reverse male pregnancy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so so funny and weird. Empreg. Indeed. But yeah, I'm a ton. I know you have a lot to say about Jagger. Yeah, I'll fuck Jagger. <laughs> I need to formally apologize to Goron because Jagger is a way more shit everywhere. <laughs> I just I don't like the dink ass design. Her powers are so weird. I don't know. Usually I'm not that negative on Kaiju, they're fine, but I really don't get what they were going for with Jagger. It's so weird that it's like I, I just could couldn't get into it. Because mm-hmm. like I don't know, but like Giles, Giles is awesome. Um, Irish is interesting. Goron is goofy, but in like a fun way. But Jagger's just so like weird mishmash. It kind of feels like they had like a bunch of ideas for different creatures and just shoved them into one. And it just didn't really work for me. And so, like this thing also, I'm a, not to cut you off. Jagger also feels almost like a Barugan ripoff to me, to a degree. Yeah, kind of like all fours walking around slow moving. They has have, horns. Yeah, has horns. Similar like design bases. Has like a beam power that fires from a part of their body. 
Yeah. And their and their back and their backstories of being from an ancient civilization is also really similar. Not to mention the artifact plot. Yeah. This movie just doesn't really stand out as much. And I don't think it has enough like Which is kind of interesting because I feel like I was I was gonna mention this also. I feel like the budget and you guys can disagree with me. I think the budget for this one is much higher than from than for Gear on and Viras. I I'd say so too, but like I think it yeah, goes down to like. Oh, Emma, who wants to go first? Crash or Tony? I'll let Tony go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I was just gonna agree. You can definitely see kind of more for um, miniature sets. The they do a lot more with the suits this time around. Yeah. So it's very weird that like it feels weaker even though they have more to work with. Mm-hmm. Positing's not any better though. But... Oh yeah, the compositing yeah. still looks as bad as it doesn't gear on. It's so funny. You can see the lines like on the background. Exactly. It's so bad. But like, yeah, I, I think it's like even with the bigger budget though, like their ideas they have aren't very in cap in fuck engaging. I don't know. Yeah. What the word for it is? It's it's still just gonna be bland if they got the bigger budget. Like gear on felt mm-hmm. pretty cheap. <laughs> like the pen, besides like the set they had yeah but that movie was just so wacky and wild that it was just funny as hell and but this one i, I thought they built the expo first i didn't know that was a real thing <laughs> oh yeah we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get into that in a second <laughs> but like yeah but the sets here are definitely it's, the budget here is larger but i don't yeah. think it in the end it helps it as much besides make it feel more competent yeah because i was gonna say something that's kind of disappointing to me is i feel like the fights in this movie aren't that great either yeah. Like, 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 there's fun moments. Like, I love how fucking Gamera kills Jagger by shoving the statue in her head. That's oh, hilariously yeah. brutal. So brutal. Or like, or like when he yeah. fucking breaks her tail. <laughs> but like, oh, yeah. oh, but like the, but like the whole film is not like the fights aren't as good as those moments. If that makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. It's more of a moment, as opposed to like the whole thing could be more consistently enjoyable. Yeah. But go, but go ahead, Crash. You're gonna say something. I was gonna say that when she when he's beating up her tail, like mm-hmm. fucking bashing it in, um, her tail makes a really funny like yoink sound every time he's, <laughs> he's trying to stab him. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so cartoony, but then like it cuts back and he's like fucking beating her tail to like a, a bloody like stump. Yeah. <laughs> it's like boink. Like he, as he keeps trying to stab, it's so funny. But yeah, Ton, you I I know you we we and you talked last night. Um, uh, and I know you have stuff to say about the fight, so go ahead. Yeah, I um, do love the fights in this. They're just kind of not to the quality of the previous movies, like I kind of said. It's just, like I said, it's not helped by Jagger's presence. It's just her <laughs> movements are so goofy and her powers are so random. And, I don't know, it's just kind of like a punchiness and then like the final fight with the kids kind of cheering on Gamera. I mean they've done that in the last movies. Oh it yeah felt, this time it's so obnoxious. Yeah it feels especially obnoxious. It's like Gamera's a giant Pokemon can't fight because <laughs> he has a trainer with him. Yeah. He's coaching. He can't do anything on his own. You know <laughs> there's one thing that's been so fun to me about watching the show series back to back is that Gamera really incompetent, I feel. He loses so often. I know, right? He gets beat up so much. 
but like, but like, part of it is that Gamera formula that I'm getting really tired of, where there will be three fights in the movie. Gamera will lose fight one. He'll come back for fight two. He'll lose that one too, but worse. <laughs> and then, and and then he'll win in fight three. It's just such an obnoxious formula at this point. Yeah, I, I one thing I liked in the Godzilla series was getting to see how I think you get a sense of Godzilla getting better at his fighting, like growing and learning from like the mm-hmm. enemies he's fought before. And here in Gamera, I don't really think that that's gotten across as much. No, the formula is so formulaic that it just feels like yeah. He's never learning, <laughs> and that like he's these injuries are getting to him, and he's just getting worse and worse. Yeah, and like, sure. oh, 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 done. Go ahead. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, I, I feel like in the Godzilla movies, we did a better balance. We were like, sure, Godzilla didn't win their, all the early fights, mm-hmm. but they didn't have Godzilla just get beat up. You know, I know, right? Like, yeah, not to like a pull. Mm-hmm. They like either mutually retreat or just like you know end up splitting off. But here it's just so egregious. Yeah, it makes Gamma feel weak. And speaking yeah. of game making Gamma feel weak, the bit where they fucking shoot Gamma with guns and it actually hurts Gamma are is hilarious. <laughs> I just feel bad for Gamma more often than not. I'm just like, damn, poor guy. <laughs> and and also and also like speaking of that, there's bad sizing issues in this movie again. Yeah, like really bad sizing issues, where he feels way too small at points. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess maybe they're at least because the compositing looked good in that scene, but the sizing was always off. Yeah, it's just like you you, you can't you get one or the other, unfortunately. (laughs) Though before we move on to the Sunday actual, I also want to bring up because we talked about about Jagger's um parasitic stuff. The bit with the elephant is so fucking gross. Whose idea was that? I know. It was really, really weird. I, like, I, yeah, that's a real case that happened, right? Yes, that is real yeah. footage of an yeah. elephant's trunk being cut open with parasites in it. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. I like, like, are... Go ahead, Don. I know kids are a little stronger to gross out stuff, but I could not see any bonding work just putting it something that's pussy. Real like, last, like, surgery footage. Exactly, and they, they, they sort of pulling out all the worms and stuff. It's so gross. It's like, oh, <laughs> uh, who asked for that? You, you, uh, couldn't, you couldn't just explain what, what parasites are. You had to show it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have yeah, enough exposition in this movie as it is. But, oh my goodness. It was pretty gross. Yeah. I guess it got the point across, but it was like, yeah, at what cost? It was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because like you mentioned earlier, er, 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 because I wanted to bring this up, mm-hmm. the 70s Expo is a really big thing in this. Um, Ton, do you want to explain what that is? Because you know more about it than I do. Yeah, so I actually have to give a shout out to another YouTuber, uh, Arjun Bolt. Uh, he does these really cool sci-fi analysis videos. He actually talked about this in a um, video about the Ace Combat series. Anyway, that aside, the Expo 70 is a uh, World's Fair that was held in um, Osaka, Japan. And what was interesting about Expo 70 is that it was really focused on kind of human progress and evolution and kind of promoting futurism and uh, world peace. So a lot of the theme was kind of around um, futurism, um, like what buildings in the future would look like, 
um, just very forward-thinking, um, hope for the future that we had back then. <laughs> but um, what's interesting is that it, it was really um, was impressionable on a lot of Japanese children. It was all over media. A lot of people went there, of course. It had a big influence on manga, anime, and just a lot of Japanese science fiction. So if you see like pretty much any manga or sci-fi thing from Japan, there's a chance it was probably influenced by Expo 70. And like what's so funny with that is Expo 70 is the main setting of this movie. And it's all about like saving the expo. Yeah. And what makes that so funny is like Todd just have said when we were watching it, it'd be like if an MC movie was about the Avengers saving E3. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so obviously like a uh, sponsorship. I, I, yeah. I'm honestly wondering, I wonder if that's why the budget is higher. I wonder if Expo suddenly gave them money for that. Maybe. I mean, I assume Geek Gamera was pretty popular with the kids. Yeah. Well, so they were like, hey, like put this in your movie, like that'll do well. Maybe. Who knows? But, it, but it's so funny to see an overt corporate sponsorship of this level. <laughs> it's it's yeah. so on the nose. Like, because if you didn't tell me, I would have assumed it, like I said, it was an in-universe expo or something that was meant to be the setting of the movie. You're like, no, that's just a real-ass expo. <laughs> because they, there's literally like a five-minute sequence of them showing off the expo and talking about it. I know. At the beginning, it was so funny. Because because it's like the, the like the main Japanese kid is taken by like his older sister's boyfriend who works there, and even though he wants to go there, when they get there, he's like, "Oh, tell me about Expo Seventy. What is it about?" <laughs> and then they then it literally shows them going over like all the different pavilions. It's super <laughs> funny. Uh... Like they're not even subtle about it. And it's then, so epic. and then, like the whole movies about, like we can't let Jagger destroy Expo Seventy. Like I said, what? now I oh 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 go ahead, Don. No, I was just gonna add to so far. It's just like Jagger's outright destroy like multiple cities at this point. I mean, they're just like Expo Seventy is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta save the expo. The economic and cultural growth it'll bring from tourism is, is outstanding. <laughs> now, now, all I want is is an Avengers movie where Ultron's attacking Isuri. Went after gamers. What a villain! Though, speaking of, I can't believe it. I didn't think we'd bring it back again this entire se- this entire season. Oh boy, drumroll! But we're bringing it back. It's back from Ooh. from Gamma vs. Baragon. The racism meter. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, I love this. My favorite. <laughs> All kinds of <laughs> yeah, here was so dang. Um, it's it, not it's, the worst, but it's just really funny. And uh, <laughs> so Ton, we kind of nominated you to this position, so go ahead. Okay, so and, and, and for this movie, it's especially relevant to you, too. Oh, god, so um, kind of a main feature of the plot is that. Um, for Expo 70, they want to show off um, special statues from around the world that all seem to have a pattern, stuff like Stonehenge in um, the United Kingdom, the Moyai, um, I don't know, actually know <laughs> that's what they're called, but that's the emoji. Oh. <laughs> and all those kind of 
native indigenous sculptures. So of course they want they found this one on this cool island called uh, I think it was a Western Island or something. Like yeah, that. I think so. Called the, I'm a... uh, keep going. I'll I'll find I'll find what it's called. Yeah. So what Oh yeah, Western Island. There anyways mm-hmm. continue. So they call so there's a scene where they call it an ambassador and and I'm sorry, a representative from Wester Island, uh Mr. Gibo, who oh my god, this is killing Mr. Gibo is clearly a blacker African American actor who is just screaming gibberish <laughs> and <laughs> like there's no way this is any kind of weird language. She's just in there like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Serious. It's so whack. Yeah. It's it's definitely like like they're like um speak African. You can speak African, right? And this poor African American guy probably like, oh, I can try. So he's just like emulating like African languages, and it sounds hilarious. It's so bad. <laughs> How funny it is. And, and they have him in this, in this like, like they're trying to emulate how Africans dress, like Nigerians and stuff, but uh, that's not how they dress. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> completely inaccurate outfit, culture, everything. Oh, yeah. And they just... just give us your culture, dude. Please, it'll be epic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, then... and there's oh oh go go ahead, son. Mm-hmm. So he has some more though about not to take the statue, shake it to people, it's a dangerous curse thing, and they're just like, ah, well, but we already have an expedition team there, so we're gonna take it. <laughs> we're asking you as a formality. It's like what's <laughs> even the point? <laughs> they try to give him like a PowerPoint of why it's good. I mean it's so funny, yeah. Like you see, we get we are we already steal cultures from around the world. So like you're just one of them. Like, come on, it'll be epic. <laughs> And then, and, then, he, and then he just storms out and he goes, Jiger! Jiger! He's screaming the Jiger. name. <laughs> oh my gosh. And oh my... Okay, I, I can't say this. Ton, you have to explain why that's so funny. <laughs> Let's just say um, uh, Jiger sounds a lot like uh, Niger and people <laughs> from Niger are referred to by a very offensive name for black <laughs> oh my <laughs> that god so dang all around and like you pointed out too it's like yo the native tribes like knew all this all the time about how to stop jagged yeah so like why don't y'all just listen <laughs> and like the thing is unlike in baragon where prophets of baragon okay despite the blackface at mm-hmm. least it tried to like show that the native culture knew what I was talking about they should have listened to it. Here, they don't even acknowledge that the natives knew that they were right. Mr. Gibo never comes back. Yeah, he never comes back. It's just all the Japanese and white people like, ah, so now we know the purpose of the statue. <laughs> it's just true progressive for science. It's like, we literally got told this. <laughs> it, it's so, it's such a weird plot point. Like, I, I, like the only props I can give them is that they used a black guy and they didn't put somebody in blackface. Yeah, so... Progress, <laughs> I guess? Yeah. Hell yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> We're moving away from blackface and just <laughs> having black people be put into <laughs> racist roles. <laughs> Why didn't we do that in the first place? 
this is a big step forward in the Japanese relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And and then they also have a really weird bit in the exposition scene, speaking of racism moments, where they're like, if you take people from the south and put them in the north, they get less powerful. And, and so the north to the south. And it's like, what are you talking about? Get less powerful. <laughs> it's like, what? That's not how it works. Like, no. maybe they might be unused to the climate, but they're not going to, like, drop dead from it or something. They die immediately. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> As a black Go. person, summer hits, I lose like twenty percent of my power. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, if that's the case, then then me and Crash would be like at zero because we live in like the northeast. <laughs> I'm always at zero percent power. You don't want to see me down there. I'm at fucking negative fifty. <laughs> I'm used to the fucking desert biologically. <laughs> Uh, we're all not reaching our full potential, guys. Come on. No, we have to. We have to open our third eye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gamera, for enlightening us. Well, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of Gamera, something else I forgot to mention earlier. It's really weird to me how in this movie they're like doubting Gamera. It's like what? To be fair, he's a big fucking turtle. <laughs> I w- he's okay. He saved us a few times, but he also tried to kill us a few times. And so, like, I guess right now we're on good terms. But you know, I don't know all about Gamera, so like, I'm a- I'm gonna keep my cool on him. And then th- th- he, okay, when he lost his first fight, he's being kind of a bitch, and he's like, "Fuck!" And he just started like destroying buildings casually <laughs> on his way to go lay down. <laughs> I was so funny. His second I'm, fight, actually. I'm, yeah, sorry, second fight, because first one was he got. Impaled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not very cash money if you get around. Yeah, he, okay. he stabbed one time. Okay, <laughs> okay, speaking of things being ripped up in prior movies, the whole thing with Gamera's like limbs being able to pull back in, that's just from Giron. Because Giron did that to him with, with, with his um uh Shuriken. <laughs> so it's literally so much of this movie is just copies of what came before. Oh, and I can't believe we didn't we didn't bring this up. But the fact that they do a fucking Saturday moon, Saturday morning cartoon plot of going inside a camera is up, so yeah. funny. I, I love it. That was a it's so goofy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gamera's inside story. Tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> and Luigi. It, it was so comical. Like, the, the kids are like, yeah, we're just going to go inside Gamera. Some kaiju. We don't know this kaiju's fucking biology, but we're going to go inside. How do you know we didn't have just one giant organ? Like, who the fuck <laughs> knows? He's a goddamn frozen turtle. <laughs> you could have anything in there that could be trying to kill you. And what's so funny is then they see the baby Jagger and it's just a suit at normal size. I know. And it keeps busting a nut like like to defend it though. It looks so bad. It's so very it, terrible imagery. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's it's just a sticky white substance. I'm not even like exaggerating that. That's literally what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just and, the sound it makes and the way it looks. Oh yeah. gosh, how did nobody catch that? It's so fucking funny. And they and then they brutally murder the baby jagger too. Right? Yeah, fucking it's just like suffering, like spazzing out. Like, and oh, the God. funniest thing is, um, uh, I forget, I forget if it was the wake of the Japanese kid, but they like put like put like the substance on the on the phone first, and then throw it on, on yeah. its head so it doesn't unstick. 
<laughs> I'm hip, yeah. And then it falls off and they just do it again. It gets fucking stuck again. I love it. It just sticks on Jagu. <laughs> and thing. like and like this thing is crashes me and you mentioned when we were watching it. They don't really have like a plan for when they go in there. That's the thing, yeah. They're like, we're gonna go inside Gamera and help him. It's like, okay, what does that mean? If you do find a parasite, are you going to fight it personally? <laughs> it's like I, that's probably not a good idea. And like they get it, they're just like, oh shit. It's Baby Jagger, and they start running away. What was your plan? <laughs> <laughs> they got lucky with the phone thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm a tongue. Go ahead. Yo, I was just gonna say that part was so weird. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like, something like a plan to deal with the parasite, but no, they're just going to like confirm it. I guess. Yeah. It's like. I, that what's what's the point of an extra ship? Like, okay, yep, there is a baby tiger in it. All right, get the baseball bats. We're coming back. We're gonna beat the shit out of it. <laughs> Should have done it in the first place. <laughs> just so funny. Or like, can I just say the way they revive Gamera is so funny? And you want something? I know I forgot to bring it up. The original plan to defeat Jagger would have worked if they didn't do the stupid fucking plan with Gamera. Oh. <sighs> Uh, yeah, there's no excuse. It's just so dumb. Because like, well, like they're like, oh, we have to revive Gamera, but because they revive Gamera by fucking like defibrating his heart with all the all, all the electricity in the area, the radio waves are sending to kill Jiger turn off. Oh yeah, fools. So that they literally cool. caused it. <laughs> they're not very smart. To be fair, neither is Gamera. So, like they, they're a perfect couple for each other. The people, <laughs> the people of Earth and Gamera. <laughs> it's it, it's so goofy and, and like, but here's the thing though, because this is kind of what I was going to bring up. It's goofy, but it doesn't feel as natural as in Giron, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I think a big thing was consistently. It was always like moments that were goofy. But yeah, it never lasted that much longer afterwards because the movie takes itself very seriously that's the thing yeah giron was just like having fun with it yeah <laughs> and you could tell and here yeah like it's trying to be serious but then also has like really dank moments that probably may not even also be trying to be funny too yeah so yeah. like to me i feel like jagger it, well, that's that's kind of what i said when, when we started i feel like jagger's more competently made as a movie but giron is more enjoyable yeah that's kind of my issue or it's Go ahead. like, um, you have this more serious plot, but then, like, well, I guess more serious tone, but then the plot is just so dumb and nonsensical at times. Yeah. I almost feel like insulting. It's like, I know it's dumb to say about a kid's movie, but it's just like, I don't know. It's like, your <laughs> kid's movies have a logic to them, and this is very kind of borderline on that logic for me. It, yeah, it really is. And, like, like I don't know, even just, like, stuff like the statue game, people say that they never really fully explained, in my opinion. Yeah, and, they're just like, that's, like, the death noise. What do they call it? Yeah, the the devil's whistle. Devil's whistle, yeah. Why does, it, why does it only affect some people? Like, they never really... I don't know. It's like they're trying to go for a more, like, Barugan or Gauss kind of plot. Yeah, but they never really make it land because the characters aren't a enjoyable enough, and b there's just too much tonal disconnect between stuff like Gamma being revived by sticking wires in his heart, and like <laughs> going inside of Gamma 
and stuff like Jiger literally killing people on, on screen. It's just like there's 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 not enough consistency there is kind of the key to it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well actually I do have a funny story with Gamma versus Jiger. Mm. In the West, it was released as Gamma versus Monster X initially. <laughs> so as a kid, I was like, Monster X from Final Wars? Final what? Wars. what? And then I watched oh, and then I watched it and I was like, wait, that's not Monster X from Final Wars. What the fuck <laughs> is this? That's so funny. Oh my god. I guess technically this was released before Final yeah, Wars. Yeah, way before. So, but yeah. I was exposed to Final Wars first. Yeah, true. That's really so cool. I was like, oh. what is this? Go so, ahead, So say so question. Yeah. Uh Jiger or Monster X? Mm. <laughs> I don't really like either, but at least the Monster X has cool fight suits. <laughs> Even if he turns into, into Kaiser Ghidorah, who looks fucking awful. <laughs> so Monster X from, from Final Wars. <laughs> oh, with Jiger, we didn't even mention she has so many crazy powers we forgot to mention one crash. Which one? Her gravity powers. That they never explained. Yeah. Oh yeah. She used that in her first fight, and I don't even recall her using it again after that. She used it like once more, yeah. I think. Yeah, in the final fight. To, yeah, she picks up the death whistle. With oh the, yeah. The oh yeah. And and then she throws like a piece of debris in Gamera's mouth with it. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah, that scene was so funny. It was really quick. <laughs> yeah. She's she's kind of she, broken she's got a lot of weird power <laughs> yeah but they did none of them make sense besides like her shooting the bones out and i guess the the um uh, par- the parasite stuff like yeah. she's just she just gets has too many random powers her, that don't her design doesn't really complement her skill set of parasite you don't look at her and go like okay yeah that makes sense it's just like what it's just so weird too many and it just doesn't really mesh well together with her design also speaking of giant something else i forgot to bring up the bit where Jiger's just like fucking dead ass asleep snoring is so funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. the background. What a heavy sleeper. And you and you hear her snoring too. <laughs> She's just taking a rest, you know, destroying buildings, tiring work. Oh, something else I realized. For despite the choice to make her a mother, her lack of care for her offspring really makes it feel inconsequential. <laughs> I guess maybe she didn't even know that it it was killed. Because like like in like Godzilla 2014, you have the Muto mom reacting when they wipe out the nest. Matra's always very tied to her larva. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, there's another monster I can bring up, but I can't. That's spoilers for later. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> kind of weird. But oh well, go, go ahead, Ton. Oh, uh, I was also thinking of Hedera. She's kind of protective over eggs. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that is true. I guess like. I don't know. Maybe she, like I said, maybe she just didn't know. I don't know. Because her her babies are pretty fucking small. Apparently, <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. Like, they're like a tiny, like, it's also funny because, like, they, her baby looks just like her, but downscaled. And so exactly. It's fucking, like, a dog. So it just gets bigger, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Exponentially. Okay, here's the thing. That's, that's, like, that has to be literally just how the suit was life-sized. Definitely. So they just like like had the suit there, and it looks hilarious because it's so small next to the kids. I expect it to be like an egg or something, or like something different. Not just downscale Jagger. It looks really dank too, because like 
everybody knows baby animals don't look exactly like adults. <laughs> that's the thing. You don't just scale it down. It's like, okay, that's it. Like, no, they look pretty different. It, it, it It's so funny. But anyways, does anyone else have anything they want to add about Gamma versus Jagger? Um, before we close out? Not really what I can think of off the top of my head. Ton? Yeah, I think I said about it. Oh, yeah. I guess one thing. Uh-huh. Definitely seems so far... Gamma theme song, change the lyrics depending on... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Gamma theme song's back, and you're right, Crash, because we noticed this time the lyrics are different. And the lyrics yeah. also just don't make any sense. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this one's don't don't make sense. It's like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like, it's fucking Gamma's, like, office hours. Like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> and Carol then they're takes... like... Oh, oh, go ahead, Tom. Gamma takes Saturdays off. Exactly. Thursdays through Saturdays, Gamma takes off. <laughs> like I don't like what's the is that when the movie takes place like I don't care I don't I know neither do I and then there's a bit where it's like the evil rainbow blot of the sun I'm like what is that talking yeah, about I'm him I don't I is don't that camera is that Jiger I'm him so he blocks out the sun I'm like that's not good is that how would Gamera do that <laughs> it feels like to me like they reuse the like the like the music from Giron so they have to make the lyrics match that <laughs> maybe like they just like change the lyrics. But keep the melody the same, so like they gotta fit it in. Same because 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 they substitute the the days for the planets. Yeah. So I have no idea. It's just really funny to me. I can't. It really. And speaking of Crash, next time we'll be watching Gamma versus Zigra. Zigra. Mm, and here's the poster. Oh shit! Actually, kind of epic. A sea monster. Yep, a shark monster. Ooh. That'd be fun to see. Oh, you might change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see that. But yeah, um, uh, actually, Crash, do you want to give us your final rating for Gamma vs. Jagger and your final thoughts? Sure. Uh, Yeah, so I probably get like 5 out of 10. Gamma vs. Jagger, it's more competently made. Sets are more impressive, but it's just a very tonally weird and consistent one. And I don't think the funny stuff... I mean, there's some funny stuff. Maybe if you have friends, you could might enjoy it, but I don't think it's as enjoyable as yeah. Giron was. So, or even Zeras, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, at least honestly. To me. So, unless you get some friends who just really want to like do like a dang Gamma movie marathon, I don't know if I'd recommend watching it on its own. Oh yeah, real quick, I just remember this now. I don't know how I forgot it. This is the first year where a Gamma movie came out without a Godzilla movie. Interesting. Oh. Because Godzilla okay. took a took took a gap year when there was no Godzilla movie in 1970. Mm. What? But anyways, I'm a ton. Yeah, um, kind of the echo crash. Uh, I love this one. Other people, well, Vegas. Other people might like it more. <laughs> um, I think it's probably best if you're. It's probably more enjoyable if you're not marathoning gamma movies like that. Yeah. So maybe. If you're gonna watch this one, take a little break. If you watch the others, or just watch it on a whim with friends, I don't recommend this watching this at home. Um, it's not the worst, but definitely not one of the better ones. I think there's better uh, show cameras. Yeah, so, for me, Gamma vs. Jagger is is more competently made, and while I kind of dig the more darker tone to it. It's not as enjoyable as Giron. Um, Jiger is very disappointing as a kaiju, and there's just 
it's it's very tonally disconnected between its elements. I think you can really see like that this was getting towards the end. There was a bit of exhaustion among the crew and un- and uncertainty of how to do it. I wouldn't recommend it unless you're a really big gamer fan because I feel like even with friends, it's not goofy enough to be a fun group watch. But if you're interested in Gamera, especially the Showa Gamera era, I'd I'd recommend it, but only for like hardcores, to be honest. Um, this was the last Gamera movie to be released by Dae, because Dae would go bankrupt after they finished making the making Gamera vs. Ziggura. So it got released by a different company. Hmm. So yeah. So this is an interesting endpoint in a sense. We only have two more Showa Gamera movies left. Which, no offense, but I'm glad about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to get to the Heisei stuff again. So yeah, next time we'll be covering Gamma vs. Ziggura from 1971. Thank you, thank you everybody for listening. And have a good afternoon because we're recording in the afternoon for once. Bye!